Hello guys, Brother Jared Atkins here. Listen, I just want to jump on here and once again uh, tell you guys that the audio you are now hearing was recorded uh, over a month ago uh, and it just had to be that way because at the time Todd and I were super busy and I had this big move which has since taken place and we had a lot of things going on. So uh, while it might not seem like much to you, it's kind of just, it's it's a, it's a uh, what should I call it? It's irritating to me to be for you guys to be hearing audio a month after it was recorded. So some of the personal things we say might not be up to date, but irregardless, uh, we present to you now the last episode recorded from a marathon session on the March 10th, March 11th time frame. Uh, and we hope you like it. Again, we thank you for your continued support here at that other Masonic podcast. podcast with your host jared atkins and todd whaley that's me <laughs> hey guys um thanks for thanks for listening today uh we're gonna have kind of a little bit of a different episode i think might go off the rails which has been known to happen <laughs> we've done it once or twice or every per, episode per episode <laughs> but just bear with us now i think we have a really interesting one today uh, and we were talking after our last podcast what we're gonna do for the next one and I brought up a, uh, a brother from Evansville contacted me on our Facebook page, uh, Stephen Tucker from Daylight Lodge. And if you don't know what Daylight Lodge is, that's a lodge that meets during the day. Uh, yeah, the city of Evansville has got about four or five Masonic Lodges, maybe six. And uh, the Daylight Lodge was created for, uh, with Evansville being the fourth or fifth largest city in the state, there's a lot of night shift work. So that was permitted for uh, a lot of the brothers who work night shift. They everything is exactly the same except they meet during the day. Yeah, their degrees are during during the day, uh, which I think is a I just think is a phenomenal concept. There's absolutely nothing different. No, but I, I follow it's, them on Facebook and uh, everything, and it's just it's phenomenal. Where ninety nine percent of your lodges out there, they meet in the evening. In the evening, because everybody yeah. works during the day. Yeah, mostly like eat at six, work at seven. But what do you do for the brothers who work night shift? Work who don't get a ten lodge? Shift, you can't attend lodge. You have a daylight lodge. I know um, there's I think one or two in Indianapolis, uh, one Evansville. I'm really surprised where Kokomo never had a daylight lodge with all everybody working second, third shift, and all the factories of Kokomo like. You're three you Chrysler, Chrysler plant. Chrysler plant, Delco. Uh, Delco's when you keep saying Delco, are you talking about like AC Delco? Yeah. Delco? Yeah, okay. Delco Remy. 
yeah. whatever it was, stuff like that. Yeah, that was their word headquarters, which I think still is. I'm not sure how it all works. It's a whole GDM. Is that plant still up there? Yeah, it's still there. I mean, it's huge, but yeah, it's still there. Basically, where all, your, all the radios, the Typhoon radio came out with GM years ago, that's they were made in Kokomo. But, so the only thing we have close to that down here is Toyota at Princeton. Yeah, basically. Well, and uh, the Ford plant down, down by Louisville. How big is the Chrysler plant? Is it bigger than the Toyota plant that we got here <sighs> down here? It'd be close. Um, but you got to remember. That's a big size. There's three of them in Kokomo. Well, well, when you say that, do you mean three of them, like they're all connected together no, or different no. spots they're, throughout the county and the city? Spots. There's one. They just built one in Tipton like, like f- 10 years ago. Which is where you were from. Where I was from. And it's on the outside edge of Tipton. And it is pretty good size, but that's where they build the. Uh, some kind of a clutchless transmission. I don't know what a clutchless it transmission. It's it's different. It's something Dahmer Chrysler came up with. I think now that's their, that was their plan of making it. Now it may be something different now, but interesting. Now it's Fiat owns Chrysler, but fix it again, Tony. <laughs> but then they had the original K Kokomo transmission, but KTP one. That's the original plan. It's been there since what time or more. I don't know how long it's been there. That's where you, my dad retired talk from. talked about Kokomo transmission in but my then mind. then you have Indiana trans, ITP, Indiana transmission plant one, which is on the north side of Kokomo. Then about five miles north of that, they built another one. My mind goes to South Bend Clutch. I don't know why. I have no idea why. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's, Squirrel. there's like three or four big plants. But, but then you got, you know, you got your other plants, the smaller but good-sized plants in Kokomo, too. What surprised me, they never had Daylight Lodge in Kokomo, which... That would have been, I'm sure, filled to the brim with guys back in the day. But If we had one around oh, well. here, I mean, I would have never been away for so long. Right, yeah. And even after I went back to day shift, I could have still came because oh, yeah. even though Perry County's an hour behind, I mean, I wasn't working yeah. every first Wednesday of the month, you know. Yeah, and I got, uh, the guy I followed to that brother Fluff, he belongs to Daylight Lodge in Texas, even though he didn't really need to. He just joined it, and he's seen Junior Deacon there. But he said the cool thing about that is, is they meet at six o'clock uh, Saturday mornings, at six o'clock. So he go to he go lodge in the morning, pick donuts and coffee up for his wife and kids, and come home when That's they're, the other they're waking thing. up. <laughs> Your degree work meals would always be breakfast. Breakfast would be awesome. Bacon, <laughs> bacon Sausage. everywhere. Pa- pancakes, hash browns, waffles, waffles, French toast. Oh God. <laughs> Going off side rails for a minute. A little bit. I seen the greatest meme ever. I seen the greatest meme ever. What's that? You know why we have Denny's? I uh, know. Because Denny's are just for people who can't fight like Waffle House. <laughs> Something like that, I butcher. Did he text back? Yeah, he did, but I can't fight him now for some reason. Uh, Refresh it. I did. It doesn't happen. He Wait. said that's absolutely fine. Okay. I'll hit the like button. All right, good. Okay, so I guess we can start this episode. All right. Uh, but, yeah, Steve Turner from Daylight Lodge, number 66. Shots out. Yeah, shout out to him out there. Uh, let me get back to this. We don't here. have shots. No, we wish. Unlike at refreshment. Daylight 752 at Evansville. I, I guess they made the you main follow, temple down there. You can follow them on Facebook. They share the the main temple with all the other lodges. I think there's only one... There's only one or two of the lodges in Evansville that doesn't use that building. I'm pretty sure well, somebody told me one yeah. of them has their own building. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is, but I've seen the guy did a video on YouTube about it. Seen a mysterious lodge building in Evansville. It's just one of the Sonic lodges, and I commented and said she went knocked on the door. He goes, "Oh, I'd never do that." Like, why? <laughs> but anyways, 
He contacted me this morning. I was sitting on my couch drinking my coffee. So I was I, I was passed out here by yeah. insomnia lately. Uh, <laughs> and he, he said, hey, I have a question. Can you help me? And I'm like, I'll try. Shoot. And he said, good morning, brother. My name is Steve Tucker. I am senior steward with Daylight 752 at Evansville. I was raised back in August. Anyways, I've been listening to your podcast and learned a great deal. Thank and, you for being a, uh, a follower of that other Masonic podcast, Steve, by the way. And super funny. I would love to come see your you and your lodge work, but I have a big question. I'd like to get both get I'd like to get both of your opinions. And I've talked to my mentor, and he has given me some great advice. But just curious, as I am part of a worship team at my church, and so ever since I became Freemasonry, I have been attacked quite a bit about being a Freemason. And so, what is one way you both deal with th- that situation? Can I? I know. On one of your podcasts, you talked about just not engaging with them people. But what if someone someone I have to deal with, I more or less, uh, I, sh- I to show them that I always put God first in family. I am part of a Bible study that meets on Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. I guess I'm just asking, ask, I, guess, I guess I've just asked me being a new Mason I know how to act, but is there anything I could say to help these people not be so? And he had some goofy emojis on there. Thank you, Steve Tucker. Thank you, brother Steve Tucker. Sister Day at Lodge 752. Okay, so go ahead and read your response because, again, I was sleeping, and then I will give you my okay. opinion. I said, first off, congratulations on being raised as Blind Grave Master Mason, and we look forward to you visiting this at some point. Now, now on to your question. People are scared of what they don't know. Since we closed the door of our lodge room and stationed a guard outside, they think we're doing something nefarious. Riding the goats. That's always yeah. my go-to. We ride a goat around our room. <laughs> when we know that is far from the truth. The best thing I've ever done is to thank them for their interest in your well-being. I'm a Catholic myself. Not a real devout one, at least. I usually don't advertise myself being a mason at church. If I'm asked, I say yes and answer any questions they have. But to keep the peace, I don't let myself get brought into an argument. I know what Freemasonry is and what it does for me, and I owe no one an explanation, and I don't have to defend myself from the ignorant. The best person, the best a person can do is just smile, nod your head, and go on your life. I hope this helps. Todd Whaley, blah, blah. And then he uh, sent me an emoji back with the uh, penguins from Madagascar saying, just smile away, boys. Just smile, smile and wave. And he's like, thank you. I totally understand for the most part. I've been doing them things. Again, thank you. I said, I wish I could help more, but sometimes you'd have to let people believe what they want. You couldn't change your mind if you tried. Like it says in the EHR, don't let those who, through ignorance, ridicule or lead you into argument. If you need any more help, feel free to ask. And I said, thank you. Um, I know. I, I Thank you. I think I know. I think now it's mostly going back to the idea of kind of learning memorization work, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but you know, I mean, he got me thinking about this all day long because, you know, a lot of times Masons are per, are persecuted throughout the world. I mean, in some countries it's illegal to be a Freemason, and uh, you know, religion uh, Lutherans they can't belong to any fraternal organizations, from what I understand. And I might be wrong on this, but that's why I think I understand. Catholics weren't supposed to be Masons for a long time, and now I think it's up to each diocese to decide whether or not their members can join the Freemasons or not. What are you smiling about? Because <laughs> I, I, I was baptized a Catholic. <laughs> no, I I wouldn't consider myself devout anymore. I, God knows I haven't been to church. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to church consistently and consecutively since before my mom passed away in 2007. But right. I'll tell you right now, 
if the Catholic Church came up to me and told me it's a, it's it's us or Freemasonry, I'd be like, see ya. Yeah. But, matter of know, fact, I, I would, by, by that point, that square and compass and G that's on the back of my neck yeah. would be a running sleeve <laughs> across my arms and my hands. Right. So what? Be what? What? Uh, I mean, without being crass or anything. Oh, I'm not going to be crass. But I mean, what would you? You know, say if somebody. The church is sticking their nose in business that it doesn't belong in, and I'm not trying to be crass. And to me, uh, you know, I, I I think about this often when I think about churchgoers giving fits to people who get tattooed on their body. Uh, sometimes the most genuine down-to-earth people are covered in ink, yeah. whereas the most uh, hypocritical people you see sit in a church pew every Sunday morning. Right. This is me. I'm a Catholic. My mother was. Ca- my mother's family was Catholic. My dad's family uh, did a little bit of Christianity, which again, Christianity and Catholicism are pretty much the same religion. There's yeah. there's very minor differences between the two. It's basically labeled and grouped together in the same religion. Opinion, my dad yeah. was a little bit of a Wesleyan from his mother's side of the family, whereas my grandfather that I always talk about, he was Christian. Point blank like this, uh, the church is not going to tell me what I can and can't believe in within reason. Now, you know, if they're like, you're not going to believe in the devil, well, obviously I'm not going yeah, to believe no in kidding. the devil because I'm a Catholic, but if they're going to come to me and tell me, well, we think what you're doing is wrong, this organization you're with, number one, you're clueless. You don't know what you're talking about. If you have interest in it, Talk to me. I'll get you a petition. I mean, it's also, but you're not going to tell me that I shouldn't be a part of this. It's also where I think, you know, it's like, you know, I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Well, the priest might be. I'm a sorry. Cub- <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> fan. no, I'm sorry. But, what? Don't tell me you're a Cubs fan. I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. You know, oh, I'm I was sorry. Scott <laughs> Rowland from Jasper when I was, when I first heard about Scott Rowland. Of course, baseball, other than pro wrestling, baseball is my first love. So, <laughs> Rowland's from Jasper. You know, he played we, for he, the Cardinals. He played. He played for the Phillies first. Yeah, but he, he did the best for the Cardinals. Let me tell you something. Cubs fan, <laughs> Cardinals fan, Reds fan, and Yankees fans are all pretty much the same. They're all – Don't look at him with those lunkheads. <laughs> Proceed. Proceed. All right. But it's like, it's like a priest saying, well, since you're a Cardinals fan, I don't want you, – you can't belong to my church because I'm a Cubs fan. Well, see, I'll find another one. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's how I break it down because – Brother Steven, I'm not trying to cause any problems with what you got going on. No, obviously, no, you're, and you're, obviously he's he, – Your religion's very, very important active, to you. He's very active in his church, I can tell. Your religion's very important to you, but if, if you're getting hounded by people who are thinking the choices that you're making is wrong, you've got basically three options. You can try to waste your time and educate them. You can yeah. continue to just try ignore it because you're in a good place. Or you can be like, you know what? I don't need this type of harassment or uh, arguments from a, a, a irreligious libertine, a madman, or a fool. Yeah, which yeah, but we can not, say that's irre- in the book. They're not irreligious. They're they well. Religious. I mean, I was just I was trying to get to the madman or fool part. Oh, okay. I, I remember the irreligious libertine. <laughs> you could just be like, hey, this isn't a right fit for me, and you can find another ch- church to go to. Yeah, but if he was already going to that church beforehand, and it was a good fit for him, the only thing that changed is he became a Freemasonry. And another thing I probably should have said to him is, well, hopefully they can see the good it's doing for you. They'll see the The man is sitting there doing stuff for his community through his church. He's part of a Bible study every week. How is how is what he doing as a Mason? What what I I know what it is, Todd. I figured out what's (laughs) happening down in the city of Evansville. Hot about this? (laughs) What he's doing is he's spying on the church. Oh, that will happen. And he's trying to gather intel to. 
talk about all the wrongdoings that the Catholic Church is doing because Illuminati controls the Masons, yeah, and, and, and and then he's going to report back to the to our his monthly meeting because our group is controlled by the Illuminati. The Illuminati, and we're going to report yeah. to President LeBron James, who's then right. going to get in touch now, with the hey, now LeBron the, stepped down. Now it's, uh, it went back to uh, Hova. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know he's going to get in touch with the people that are responsible for Bugs Bunny capturing. Uh, Jimmy Hoffa and just that that's what it is. Stephen yeah. is working for the Illuminati. It's in, in, in a roundabout way, yeah. In, in a roundabout way, yeah. yeah. I mean finally got it, man, Illuminati controlled everything you're famous, man. That's right. Uh I have not like, figured out why they haven't sent me my money though. You know, I get these emails every week from the Illuminati promising me wealth and celebrity and wealth and I'm I still buying nothing. like I'm still buying like dollar butt wiping paper from the dollar store. I mean like exactly <laughs> the Illuminati, oh my god. Have wealth and fame. Join the Illuminati. Like, if that was real, every Mason in this country would be famous and a millionaire. The Illuminati <laughs> is full of nothings but Masonic groupies. Yes, that's what they are. It's they wish even, they were. The Illuminati is not real anymore. It was back in the 1700s for a short time. They're Masonic groupies, and then they got ran out. The, the people who are sitting there Illuminati now are scam artists. Every single one of them. I don't care. How to, you see a guy, they wear the apron, the sashes, the cuffs, and the, the fezzes and everything. It's all a scam. We, talk, we talked about exactly this type of stuff in past episodes. Check us out in about, the archives. churches and everything. And, and when I saw my petition, I asked my grandfather. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm Catholic. Does that mean? He goes, that doesn't mean nothing. He said, don't it's care. just scare tactics by the church. Well, it's not even that. It's a... The church didn't want people sitting in, didn't want people conversing people who weren't Catholic. It's a, it's a power grab. What it is is the church Probably. didn't want anybody putting attention on anything but the church and God, not realizing the g- bunch of freaking idiots that they are. Okay. That <laughs> our attention in this room is focused solely on God. That's right. how stupid that church is. And I right. shouldn't say that, but. Well, it's. I'm a, I'm a Catholic. I believe in a heaven and a hell, but I also believe that the church is. Stupid enough and and uh, paranoid enough that they think that we're going to put something before them. Well, it's like one of my uncles when I'm, I was I'm talking. I'm getting hot about this. I don't. I'm, <laughs> at some point in this episode, I'm going to accidentally drop the first f bomb and show history. I can see this coming. I know it is. Calm down, psycho. Good thing I can edit that out. <laughs> but well, I remember one of my uh, one of my wife's uncles. Uh, I was talking to him about the Lost Symbol, the book Lost Symbol. I saw he was reading that. And, of course, you're back home here in Dubois County, your right. wife's family. This area is full of nothing but Catholics. There's a lot of them. But, I mean, and, and, you know, and you know, her uncle's a pretty open-minded guy. He doesn't, you know, he, he listens to all points of view. Are, point we talk, of view. are we talking about Bill? No, it's about Lee. Oh, okay. I love Bill Potter, by the way. <laughs> but I asked him about it, and her uncle Mark was there also. And, uh, and her uncle Mark goes, well, isn't that a religion? Is it Freemason religion? Like, no, it's not religion. It's a fraternity. I answer to people all the time, we're not a religion, but we're based in religion. Yeah, but That's we're, how we're I... not a religion because we don't offer a path of salvation. We're not here to save your soul. We're not... I like the way you phrase that. Good yeah. job. We don't, we don't offer you a path to Jesus. We let you follow your own path to your salvation. You know, we just give we you... let you cut your own trail. Yeah, we, we give you the tools to make yourself better. Like we said... We're the world's largest self-improvement organization. We're going to give you the tools to help you improve yourself, as well as we're going to work on you too, but you, you got to do the work yourself also. We're also going to give you the setting model to knock the head in of those people <laughs> that's harassing you, Stephen. No, we can't do that either. Oh, yeah, okay. But 
I mean, it's, keep it clean, folks. You got people like this out there who want to ridicule when they know nothing about. It. Only thing they know is, well, so and so told me this. Well, let's look at that, man. So how many, so how many times that. have you been ridiculed for being a Mason? So, talk, let's let's open it up. Talk really, about that. not very many. I mean, how many instances have you had your patience tried with people who are non-Masons? Probably once. Really, let's talk about it. You want to talk about well, it? my aunt, okay. uh, my, uh, my my uncle's wife, and everything. Uh, Mom's she, side or dad's side? Mom's side. Okay, so and she just not, a involved, sweetheart, in, not but, involved in it at no, all. Your no. dad's side was. My mom's side, my grandpa was a mason. My uncle was mason on my mom's side, too. My dad, oh, you never told me that. I thought it was yeah, all your masons yeah, no, and your family my dad, was your dad's side. My dad was, actually, my dad's side was the Catholic side. My mom's side was the Baptist side. But, <laughs> Damn, I didn't want that. I wish we had a woo. But anyways, um, yeah, my grandpa was a mason. My great-grandfather was a mason. I got an uncle who's a mason, different uncle who's a mason over there. And a cousin who's in Demolay. Uh, not, not, not anymore, but... Nathan in college, but um, she does, you know, it's, a, it's an evil organization like that, but I guess she grew up around a guy who was a pretty shady character in the town she lived in, who was a Mason. And so, I don't know what he did, I don't know how, how extreme it is, I don't know anything like that, but that's kind of what my dad said, you know, when she grew up around a person who wasn't really the best example the of best a Mason. The best example of set. Of a Freemasonry. Yeah. So she puts all offer basically on his shoulders and what his example was and i, I told her I said listen there's nothing in in this that says anything about the devil or being evil or being that it's all about improving yourself and in improve yourself and improve people around you and your community and everything and she just still i, I just don't believe that whatever i'm like i said you know what you're not gonna be able to force people's said, opinions to change i say you can you can have any opinion you want. It does not matter to me whatsoever. It's not going to change. Because I know what really happens yeah. and what, I, what, I said, what we do. I said, you're not going to change my life, but one I owe it about having your own opinion. And that's why I think most people need to look at that. Just because someone has a, a different opinion of you on Freemasonry doesn't mean it's got to change your opinion. I don't care how, how influential they are in your life. It should not matter. So then why are we getting all the negativity as a fraternity as a whole or because members of the, the church? Old, what, we're be, the oldest. We're the largest. Because we don't let outsiders into the room to exactly. see what's going on. Exactly. It's all propaganda from, well, that, and yeah, we have had our struggles in the past. You got a bank but, account? Well, yeah. All the, you know, routing numbers, checking numbers, all that stuff? Not off the top of my head, no. But would you want other people no, that you don't not. trust to have that information? <laughs> no. Why do we shut the doors at the meetings? Because nobody's business but our own. What goes on? Because here? we're a non-for-profit organization, right? Yeah. And what organizations typically have the most money stolen from them by people right out from under their nose? Non-for-profits. Non-for-profit organizations. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I forget where I'm even going with it now. I, well, but you got you got me fired up on this. Yeah, one. you do. But you know, it's just people are always feared of what they don't know. If it's Freemason being the oldest, and we did have the more the Morgan affair back in the 1800s. Where supposedly William Morgan first. Oh, yeah, you've talked about that before. Where William Morgan, who was a supposed Mason, wrote a book about Freemason, was going to you know, reveal the secrets. This is in upstate New York. And he The secret up, that we're all fat and we eat way more than we should at meetings? <laughs> and I one? guess he got put in jail by a Masonic sheriff, and uh, he got let out of it, and he got... Don't in, tell me he ended it, up dead. 
Well, they don't know for sure. You oh, never heard. This, you never heard this. Story? I don't. I've I've heard you mention something about, it, but I don't well, know this. Anyways, off the top of my head, he no. was he was ta- he was either taking it, paid to it, get out of jail, or give taking his name out of one more time so people can put it in their Google machine. <laughs> William Morgan. William Morgan Masonic story. They call it the Morgan Affair. Basically. Morgan Affair. Well, he was. He got let out. He got he got let out, and then he, he was taken off in, in a wagon uh, against his will, I guess. So so they say. He disappeared. And. He never heard from him again. Now they don't know it's Mason's murdering. Sent him over the, over the river and or over the the lake in Canada and sent him to Canada. If they don't ever come back again, that's what happened. Or, we we gave him the same treatment we gave Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, but they don't know. And, and but then after that happened, it came out in the paper that the Masons killed William Morgan, and so across the country, everybody kind of rallied against the Masons. Because, you know, we, we kill people who are going to reveal our secrets and everything. Well, it ended up being the first, the second political party in the United States was the anti-Masonic party that went against uh, Andrew Jackson for the presidency. Do you see The Undertaker on my face right now? Yeah, and uh, Andrew Roll Jackson, who was a past grandmaster of Tennessee, running for president. I think he's a past grandmaster. I think he for sure he was. Who? Andrew Jackson. $20 bill, Andrew Jackson, yeah, former president? I believe so. I don't believe, I didn't know he was a Mason. I don't think yeah. I ever remember reading that. I think he's a pastor in Master Tennessee, actually. <laughs> but, anyways. I learned something tonight. And, uh, like, uh, a, lot of, a lot of lodges, the churches started rallying against the Masonic lodges. And a lot of lodges closed. Just people didn't show up, so they just closed. The, the, the Grand Lodge of Vermont like, just totally dissolved. There was one lodge up in New England. I'm not sure if Vermont or New Hampshire. But they totally dissolved. Uh, in Indiana, I think we lost thirty uh, percent of our lodges. Then we weren't very, very new grand lodges. This lodge. was the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen. Yeah, it was after our grand lodge had been established. So it was probably eighteen fifties, sixties. I think. I mean, I don't think it was during the Civil War, but it was a kind of rounded area. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a big deal back then in. After that, Mastery had kind of had to bring itself back and change its ways, and I don't not I'm not 100 certain on this. I've never been told the truth of this, but I think it's where the prohibition came into the lodge, where alcohol was no longer allowed to be served in lodges, stuff like that. I think we had to change what people were per- perceived us as. We we're more of a social order back then. I think more of a gathering, get together, eat, drink, have a good time, and have some lodge in the middle of it somewhere. Right. right. Uh, I'm not certain on that, but that's why. I, that's why I kind of have heard through the grapevine for for better. I can't find a better word better for worse. it. So, um, but yeah, I mean it's you know, it, but Matrix always been ridiculed because no one, even the, the the stone builders back in cathedral, people thought they were using witchcraft and wizardry to build the cathedral because no man should ever be able, be able to build a building of. Such stupendous magnitude. I was wondering if you could do with, stupendous magnitude without the handiwork of God. But some people actually thought these guys were evil doing this, using black magic to make these cathedrals. We had a cauldron. We had hair. <laughs> exactly. and but at the same time, these guys were really good at doing their job, and that's kind of what. Just like me and you, really good at doing our job and vastly underpaid. <laughs> vastly underpaid. But yeah, I mean, but people, major people get ridiculed. You get ridiculed having a tattoo on your back of your neck. 
Uh, one friend of mine, and it's it, and it's nothing. It's literally yeah, you, so you can see it when when depending on how low cut the shirt is on the back of my yes, neck, you can see you're able to have tattooed as a mason. The square yes. compass and the letter G, and this guy razzed me at the grocery store. I thought, and Masons, he wasn't even a mason, and he wasn't a mason. He said, "Well, he said, well, my granddad said mason." I said, "What what member was your grandfather a member of, or what lodge?" He goes. Well, I don't know about all that, but you, <laughs> exactly. I just know you can't have tattoos. I know a, uh, well, I was on a New Year's Eve uh, trip one time. We went to Fort Wayne and meet a bunch of buddies. And one of the girls who was with us, she saw my ring. She goes, what's that ring for? I said, oh, my Masonic Lodge and my Freemason. She goes, oh, you're in that secret society. And I'm like, it's not really a secret if I'm wearing a ring about it. And all night long, she's like, he's a member of the secret society. He's a member of the secret society. He how, you too, or we were drunk. How often do you wear a Masonic ring? I usually wear mine for going out good in degrees, I, but I don't have one right now. I wear right mine now. everywhere except for work. You don't wear any of your rings at work. You don't even wear your wedding band, do nope. you? I don't wear any jewelry at work at all. Take I, it off in the shoes. truck? I don't even put it on in the morning. Really? Yep. I don't even put them on. The only time I put them on is when I'm, I get home, I put them on. I take them off before I go to bed. Is that a jet requirement? I want, well, I just shit, machinist, I just jet, it's just a machinist requirement. I just don't, you, you just don't wear rings when you're working on Like I didn't wear rings when I'm working on cars and trucks. Um, I just never, I don't, I just don't do it because you get caught on stuff. And I know a guy who had a finger ripped off. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, still wore, I still wore mine at Wapaka. But. Yeah, I just, uh, mine, I don't wear my life. I wear it everywhere else. I don't wear it at church because I just don't want to start the argument. That's, not, well, that's, that's another not, question. That's I don't want to place get, to have an argument with anybody at that church. I don't want to get too personal, but you're talking about, you know, you don't wear them to church, and you've mentioned a lot about church. Are you, uh, are you in the pew every weekend type mm. thing? No, I'm a creaster. Christmas and Easter. Christmas. And I Easter. love that creaster. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't believe you should that you have to go to church to be a Christian or be a Catholic. I don't. I don't think they they don't take attendance. I, don't, I think God, when you get to, when you get to heaven, God's not going to go, well, you live with the church this many times. It's how well you live your life. Did, did you follow the rules? <coughs> oh, if it's about rule following. <laughs> but, I mean, did you follow the Ten Commandments? Did you, you know, love thy neighbor? Did you honor your mother and father? Did you, you know. I stole candy bars when I was a kid from a grocery store once or twice. Okay, ask for forgiveness and you'll get it. But, I mean, it, you it know what, what hurt is. worse than the whipping? Having to go back in there and tell these people, you know, oh, at yeah. six, seven years old, that I stole a candy bar from you. Yeah. I would rather have double whippings, no matter how bad they hurt, than have to have my mom or my grandmother make me go back in there and tell the, the manager of the store, I stole a candy bar from you. Did you ever do it again? Never did it again. It and you worked. know why I say that? The whipping I got from my, from my dad or my grandpa, I don't remember who whipped me. I got, I got, my, I got my ass lit up, that's for sure, but... Uh, what hurt the most was having to go in there and look those people in the eye and tell yeah, them. Exactly. I st- of course, I was six or seven, but Still. I stole a candy bar from you. Never yeah. did it again because no. it was absolutely, even as a child, it was absolutely humiliating oh, to yeah. have to do that. Yeah. I would have rather got a double whipping than had to go in and, and do yeah, that. But I just, I just don't believe that. And that's my personal belief. I don't believe that God, I don't have to eat communion every week to be a good person to be a christian i, I am glad you said that week because i do not take communion ever since i, I did it i've did it three times in my life i had to do it for my first communion well when i go to church i, I did take it, it i did it for my confirmation and i did it either at my 
I did it at my grandfather's funeral. My my mom's dad. He passed away when I was twelve. I either did it for him or I did it for my mom. I can't remember. Hmm. But any other time, I will go through the communion line. Just but we'll, I'm one. We'll take communion. I'm one of the blessers. Yeah. Okay. Usually, when you know what I'm talking about, you you go through you your seat. Your arms you'll see one or yeah. there's usually one or two people that every time I go, I'm a blessing yeah. because something about taking that makes me like legit nauseous. Really? I've never understood it. The fat guy who shoves everything down his <laughs> gullet. It's not the most tasteful thing in the world it just but it's not supposed makes me to be. nauseous so i just yeah. I, i'm gonna I'm a, I'm a take the blessing guy yeah I, I always take it but i mean even though even some people say a catholic you're not supposed to take communion well, i'm sorry but I'm i've never about, told that i was always told oh, yeah. you have to take communion i was told when i was younger you couldn't take communion unless you went to confession that day <laughs> yeah so since we're talking a lot about religion just that curiosity when's the last time you went to confession oh god probably 20 years ago I would say probably about 20 years I mean, ago. It, but it's just not something I, I just don't see. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about that. I, shouldn't. I mean, I just don't see it as anything that, you know, I don't, I don't lead a very sinful life, I don't think. Now, some of the extra stuff in there, blah, blah, blah. He but, says he doesn't lead a sinful life, but he was telling everybody he was a Cardinals fan a few minutes ago. <laughs> Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Hey, I understand baseball is a smart man's game. You can't figure it out yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. But best fans in baseball, don't forget that. Mm. We would have won the World Series against Houston this year. We just – we did not pl- – we just didn't – you know, anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm just done. Go ahead. Yeah, let's not, do, let's not talk about World Series championships. <laughs> but anyways. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, but anybody who gets ridiculed by – Anybody, not not even more religion, just being a part of a secret organization. We're not secret. If we were secret, you would not know I belong to it. Right. Like the Skull and Bones or, you know, the Bohemian Club or whatever it is out in California, stuff like that. The Bohemian Club. Uh, I think so. A bunch of Oh, I know what 1%. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Bohemian Grove or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know I what you're talking about. I've or seen it on Facebook. They're all those, you know, Yale and Harvard clubs, stuff like that. If it was a secret, you wouldn't know I belonged to it. I wouldn't advertise that I'm amazed by wearing a ring or wearing a hat or having the decals on the back of my truck or wearing a pin on my shirt. I mean, if it was that big of a secret, we're we're out there. We we want people to know we're here. We want people to come to us if they need help. We're not a secret. And people need to figure that out. Yes, we're not going to tell you our modes of recognition, our handshakes, our passwords, because that is what makes us... That's what us. makes us us. You know, we're not, we have secrets, yes, but there's nothing nefarious. There's nothing secret. There's nothing bad about. It. We're not worshiping Satan. Our Bible, the same Bible you have at your house. I mean, it's a King James Bible. It's the exact same Bible that everyone else reads, except if you read a different version of it, whatever. I'm not gonna get into that right now. But I was just thinking about that when you mentioned that. Well, the King James Bible. <laughs> I was saying about the Masonic Bible. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to move. You don't know where yours is at? And I don't know where mine's at. Because <laughs> I was still living with my dad when when I took my third step. My mom had only been gone less than a year. My mom had only been gone like six, eight months when I took my third degree. See, mine's in my leather pouch. My, my main purse. I bet mm-hmm. when my dad sold his house, I'm, I bet it's in the storage building at, Probably. Uh, down the road up here. Probably is. He's not really getting to it. He did the Bible. Yeah, but it's important. It's mm-hmm. got the... The signatures, everybody there. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty bad. We went through <laughs> when we did our widows and orphans dinner in 2021. Mm-hmm. Philip brought out the the. He went and got the old registers. There was like 
40, 50, 60 something members present for my third degree. I, the, oh, really? Wow. The thing was full. <laughs> not members from all, like brothers. I shouldn't say visitors, brothers, not members. Right. I shouldn't say members. Yeah. I should say in total, all the brethren, our members included. Yeah, that's fine. That's what Todd's talking about, how we go off rails sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> One of us will say something, and it's usually Todd, and I'll take it and run away. I was just wondering, like, I haven't seen my Bible since I. I think I had like 15 people in my master's degree. In a big area, the Indianapolis area. It just happened. There's about three or four other masturbation degrees that same day. Ah, gotcha. So I did mine on a Saturday morning because my <coughs> uncle wanted to come up from Missouri to see it. And they scheduled for a Saturday morning. Well, that morning there had to be like two or three other degrees going on. So it kind of split everybody out. You know, something about that got me thinking about something, Heather. And it, I Shut know. <laughs> That's that work phone, man. I hate iPhones. Yeah, I'm Samsung all the way. Uh, by the way, for all the brothers out there, if you've been Android your whole life like I have, and you have your Android personal phone here, your work phone's an iPhone. It's a big switch in technology. <laughs> but anyways, that's something I was thinking about. You know, the, the last episode you talked about change. What kind of things could we do? Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about there's never anything Masonic ever related on Sundays. Why is that? Because Sunday is a day of rest. Okay, right. And then and I got they, to thinking. They work on the Temple of King Solomon on Sundays. I got thinking if there would ever be people doing stuff on Sundays, therein you would get backlash from church people right. because, well, it's just it's just funny. I have these stupid random thoughts. <laughs> well, also yeah, I remember the Catholic Church back in the. Like say the and again, we're being taught are both Catholics. We're not crapping on the church. We're just yeah, crapping we're not, on the good, idea that we're not good Catholics. We're not devout Catholics, but we, we're raised Catholic. We're crapping on the idea of people thinking that what we're doing is wrong and deceitful to the church. Exactly. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah, see, I've raised both Baptist and Catholic for parts of my life. You Baptist people now. This is, is this <laughs> is this the people that you know the Diamond Rio get bit with the snake type thing. The that's, song no, that's, not, that's Baptist. That's not, I don't think that's Baptist. I've never been to a church. Ain't that what they church. call the Southern churches? Is always a lot of them's Baptist. Bap- uh, yeah, there's different versions of Baptist too. So you got Southern Baptist, you got First Baptist, you got some other kind. I don't know. You some you Baptist people. You your idea <laughs> to fix everything. <laughs> can't dance, can't drink. It's food. <laughs> Somebody hey. dies, food. Somebody breaks a leg, food. Somebody has a baby, food. You Baptists are all about eating. Well, it's not you. You're you're more Catholic like me than yeah, Baptist, but we still eat too. But you know why Baptists don't have sex standing up? Are you telling a joke on the podcast? Yes. Okay. Are we allowed to do this on the show? Yes. Why do Baptists not why have? Why don't? Se- why Baptists don't they have sex standing up? Because they might think they're dancing. What? Oh come on! I- <laughs> I'll hit it for that. Let's. Because Baptists, they aren't allowed to dance. You know, my mom remembers, you know, not being able to go dancing because her Wasn't grandmother. Wasn't that the whole purpose of Footloose? Something like that, in a way, yeah. I've never. The oh. church was against it because that's what they thought the, the preacher's son died because he was. Here's a, here's another one. Dancing too much or something. I don't know. As everybody always laughs at the list of popular movies I've never seen. Footloose. I've never seen Footloose. You poor bastard. <laughs> I think a new one's better than the Kevin Bacon version. That's just me. The girl's better looking, I think. <laughs> Julian Huff is gorgeous. But anyways, uh, where are we going with this? I don't know. But I think I'm going to go back to the Catholic Church real quick. Let's Catholic, go back. We, we're Catholic only 30 church, minutes in, bud. The Catholic Church didn't want their the members of the Catholics to really communicate with anybody but Catholics. And Freemasonry 
let everybody come together under their own beliefs. And I think that may have been, you know, it's my opinion, just my opinion, but I think that may be one thing that kind of turned them off of Freemasonry, that a Catholic could be sitting next to a Muslim, a Hindu, a, a like say, a Baptist or a Methodist. Now or, you're talking about communism. You will. Well, either way. Only but, associate hey, communism, with these people. Communism did not allow Freemasonry. At all. Russia just reached their Grand Lodge in the last 10 years. You know, you know what this, just, you know, it, uh, people don't was, like Freemasonry. Communism was very harsh against uh, Freemasonry. They took all their property as soon as communism took over Russia. All the lodges in, in the Soviet Union, I guess you call it Russia or whatever. The know, USSR. Yeah, the, the whole area up there north of you know China and all that. There was no Freemason lodges during communism in Russia. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, Russia didn't... Communism doesn't really allow for much religion either. Your whole purpose is to be a, a worker for, for the country. You know, and I'm no expert on all this stuff. I'm just saying what I've learned over the years. But yeah, Russia, you know, it's like the whole thing on Ukraine right now is not a whole lot of people uh, recognize the Grand Lodge of Ukraine. Do you realize how much stuff China has got, or not China, Russia has got kicked out of, shut down on and everything? Yeah. Like the world is trying to cut off Russia from the rest of the world because yeah. of their actions. But There's, not, there's not a lot of lo- lodge love in Russia. WWE has suspended all their activities and oh, yeah. access to the network in Russia. Uh, the Olympic, because you know, even shut off everything. The today. Olympic committee is working hard and receiving tons of support from a lot of places to try and ban any and all Russian athletes from the upcoming Olympics in 2020. Like, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, Russia doing what Russia has to do. That's their opinion. That's what because they're trying to keep NATO away from them. I never thought we'd talk about Russia when we started this episode no, today. But, I mean. But just getting around to the point, Russia's just doing what Russia always does. They think they're going to be a the world power again or not the only world power is good old us advice by god <laughs> roll tide roll tide <laughs> anyways back Sorry. to the subject i but, hate alabama fans too i make fun of them <laughs> any chance i get so if we got any alabama crimson tide fans out there sorry be you war eagle but <laughs> yeah that's right hashtag war damn eagle hey go I like, auburn i like alabama i think bear bryant was the greatest coach of football so that's my opinion get out of here no put your headset down and leave. no why well, i think lou holtz was great <laughs> oh lou holtz can talk about football and how he's so great <laughs> okay can i can i steal the show for another minute and a half <laughs> so do you know you know the band uh the 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 black crows yeah okay their their drummer in the early days was a guy named steve gorman okay who's no longer part of the band all right. Steve Gorman, for about five or six years, had a nationally sports syndicated show on Fox Sports Radio called Steve Gorman Sports. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. Okay. I love Steve Gorman. He's one of my favorite sports. He, he no longer is part of Fox they uh, Sports Radio. <laughs> he, he's not longer a part of Fox anymore, but they still have some of their clips on YouTube of the right. show. His cousin, Jeffrey Gorman. Fans, just just give me a minute because this is me and Todd. I mean, he worked for uh, okay. Jeffrey Gorman worked for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, he was he in the front office for the Indianapolis Colts for a decade. Show for yeah. a while, yeah. So, but they had a show called Steve Gorman Sports. One of their bits on every Friday was, and I'm doing air quotes. Coach Lou would call in to Steve <laughs> Gorman Sports, and Coach Lou would talk about this coming up. He would also give bedroom advice. 
some really? of the funniest <laughs> two minutes in sports talk radio. So for all before. you Indiana sports fans that listen to our show, that this will hold a special place to your heart. You, you got to get down there and <laughs> work, boys. <laughs> Check out. And, and again, this is this is a legendary musician. This is Steve Crow from the – he wrote a book Steve on Gorman the Black Crow. From Black Crow. Yeah, Steve Gorman. Uh Anyways, sorry. I just you made the Lou you made the Lou Holtz reference, and I just my brain squirrel. This is what this is what happened in the Mordecai episode. Yeah, no kidding. Well, way off the rails, but uh, we're not going to get invited to Grand Lodge. They're going to rescind their invitation. I'm already sending the paperwork in too. But They're like we can't have these idiots up here. Hey, we're getting that, we're getting views. Shut up. But at the same time. I mean, what the? I mean, what could Freemason do to kind of change the perception that we have in the past? The negative stigma, the negative uh, the, stigmatism that the, comes the, from the church yes. about us. Well, just from population, because like, look we at, can't let them in. Look at Great Britain. Look at England. Okay, England Freemasonry is still very uh, looked down upon in Great Britain, even though they give millions and millions of dollars a year to every chair they buy they buy a, they bought a helicopter for one of the big hospitals over there an emergency helicopter like an ambulance, air ambulance that they paid for it yeah i know outright i mean for that and people are still suspicious of them of what they're doing and i never can't they bought you an airbus like what's the problem here <laughs> well air, air ambulance and air well bus, i mean but, basically it's but i mean and it's but there's still people out there who are just thinking nefarious organizations that take over the world and we're not. We can't decide, you know, what to have for dinner on a state of meeting night, let alone try to get together to take over the world. I mean, I mean, Todd Whaley's old lodge. They sat there for four hours one night just talking about raising dues twenty five dollars. I mean, how do you get four hours out of that? It was almost forty dollars. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, it was how do you get four hours out of that? Well, everyone had to say. Mm-hmm. Then we had to bring out the calculators and everything else to figure out what the inflation was from the time we had time we said the time we went to raise it and see how many members were going to lose <laughs> and we lost 10 this is what the greatest <laughs> minds in freemasonry think of yeah this is this is what we're doing <laughs> behind the closed doors after we put the goat back in the pan we're stopped riding <laughs> around the room this is what <laughs> yeah i mean but yeah we've had four-hour meetings and but those are the meetings you love having because everyone starts discussing stuff and everyone starts talking and you have that interaction you have that friendly debate except for the one guy that's leaning over going wrap this up we gotta go home (laughs) we didn't have much of that really but we do here but um (laughs) anyways but i mean what can what can for me what else can we do besides our good work that we're already doing i mean i mean i still it still amazes me that most people don't know that Shriners, every Shriner is a Mason. I mean, that still blows my mind. I'm laughing because you know what I'm going to say. I tell it every time you bring it up. No, I don't want to do that. I just want to go straight to the Shrine. Right. Well, you can't do that. you got to become a Mace first. No. Oh, forget that. I want to do that. No. Yeah. Past this, I'm not doing that. Just tell me how to get to the Shrine. Well, right. you're not going to get there unless you join the... Yes. Yeah, but it blows my mind, but could, could the Shriners do a better job at advertising that they are Masons? Yes. Because even, like, you see the commercials on TV, which their commercials are kind of worse than the ASCPA commercials. Well, I've seen all the sick kids and everything. Oh, like yeah. That. I was like, where's he like, going with we'll this? see the Eyes of the Angel or something like that song going in there. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Arms of Don't an sing. Angel. Really, don't, don't do that. <laughs> 
Now that's stuck in my head. Yeah, I know. I I hear it all the time. But you know, it's could they could they advertise as being hey every Shriner's a Mason? So well, what do you want them to do? Put the square compass and the G in the, at the end of the commercial? Yes, I do. That would add like a whopping five dollars more to their commercial bill. Maybe who knows? Probably wouldn't be that much. I mean, some some Shriner some Shriner uh, I've seen do have a square compass on it. How many Shriner? Shrine clubs or whatever is there in the state? Shrine temple or shrine clubs? I don't know. Whatever you talk about. Well, in the state, you have our uh, our our area, our district, whatever shrine. is the Hottie Shriners. Then Indianapolis got the Marat. Then uh, Fort Wayne's got their own temple, Mizva, I think it is. How how see that's what I'm blows my mind. How there's so how how long does it take you from Fort Wayne to get to Indianapolis? Two and a half, three hours. So basically the same amount of time as it takes us to get to Indy. Mm-hmm. So they would have a different group then. Yeah. Just look it up real quick. Now, Fort Wayne, is Fort Wayne where Purdue is or is that Lafayette? That's yeah, Lafayette. That's Lafayette. South Bend is where Notre Dame. Notre Dame, but yeah. Huh. See, folks, this is the stuff we do. We just, you know. In not India. In Todd's India. over here on <laughs> – Todd's in his Google machine right now. I'd like to take uh, this opportunity to thank everybody for tuning to the Jared Show. Uh, okay. And the Todd Show. You have uh, Marat Shrine Temple in Indianapolis. Hottie in Evansville. Hottie's our district. Zora uh, Shrine Temple in Terre Haute. Didn't know about wow, that. Wow, Terre Haute's got its own district. Uh, Mitzpah. Mitzpah. Like, uh, I think Jewish Bar Mitzpah. M-I-Z-P-A-H in okay. Fort Wayne. And there's a Hindu temple central Indiana, but uh, other than that, it's just uh, yeah, Oryx Shrine. I'm going to use the word district. I don't know what else to call it. We'll call them districts. Well, they're called deserts. Oh, um, okay. And the oasis is the desert of Indiana. What's the oasis? The oasis is the Marat or the Mithba or the Hot. What does that mean, the oasis? Well, that's, 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 the, that's, that's, like place, our, that's a place that's, in the desert they go to get out. That's a place in the desert where they go to get away from the desert. That's the, the that would be the is. leader of the... That's where the water and the, the shade is, the hmm. desert, the oasis. So for Indiana uh, Shrine, the oasis would be? Be all the temples. Mm-hmm. And the desert is the desert of uh, Indiana. Hmm. Where the grotto is a little bit different on that. Every Is there, every is there a Grand Lodge for the Shrine? The shrine? Uh, their headquarters are in Tampa, Florida. So there's one for the entire country. Yeah, but is well, there, for the entire world. But is there one for you know all the jurisdictions in each state? No, they're all they're all basically it's each temple is their own temple. See, we done went way off. I know. Now we got to do a shrine episode. <laughs> well, it'll be easier to do brother gross growing. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a shriner. Yeah, well, we know more shriners than we do grotto members. <laughs> So here, so this is what I'm asking. Then. Each shrine is basically they don't have a central. You know, state grand lodge for a shrine. It's a ah. national order, where the the headquarters are in Tampa, but every you know everybody basically on their own. They control. Whereas their own each state has their own grand lodge, but we don't have no grand there grand ain't, lodge. There ain't no United States grand lodge. If anybody says I belong to the United States grand lodge, they are clandestine. <laughs> I'm going to be the grand grandmaster for the United States like grand supreme lodge. Grand master or something like that. The they, supreme they grand leader. That. They had the Baltimore Convention back in the day. They never could get the Grotto. Our uh, headquarters are in Ohio. We're going to try to edit that out. Yeah, I would. 
But the, Mark Tate, forty nine minutes. The Supreme Council of the uh, of the Grotto is it is stationed out of Ohio. Uh, I forget Gahanna, Ohio. I forget how to say the name, but but every Grotto we don't have like where the shrine has your main shrine temple. Then you have your satellite clubs going around like the you know the the county clubs. Like we have New Boys County Shrine Club. And they, they're all they belong, belong to the Hottie Shrine. Where, like, Tipton County Shrine Club, they, everybody there belongs to the Marat. They call those satellite clubs. So you guys are part of the Fort Wayne area then? No, we're part of, of Indianapolis. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Indianapolis. Where people around Fort Wayne would be there and everything. Where the grotto, we don't have that. We just have, you know, you're your own grotto. You don't belong to a separate, to another order, to another body. You belong to the Supreme Council. That's it. Okay. But there is, you know, we got the Midwest organization but midwest uh, grow association which is like minnesota indiana missouri ohio michigan wisconsin i think and there's all the growth there belong that's how they basically to read to have another party to get together so <laughs> right you don't like that windscreen <laughs> I, don't know, I muted the mic when i took it off sometimes i just get sometimes i always got to be moving my hands so i play with things <laughs> but Keep anyways Back uh, back to the, the subject at hand that we keep getting off of. This has been a good episode. I like I like having these kind of episodes. But this is what the friend, original media mediocrity and mystery <laughs> episode was was was. Don't you know. delete this, okay? No, we're not. We're not. We we're we're going to get good but at this. The um, couple part time. The brother Steve uh, Tucker was down there. I mean, all that I can say about Steve is, is Steve is just showed me this showed how you're becoming a better person. He looks like. What a newer age, competent model Mason should look like. Like he's got the fancy hair, presentation. Like this looks like a brother that's going to represent the fraternity in a good way. This he's on that Tyler Whitaker level. Sure. Todd's checking his profile picture out. That's not weird. I can't even find him anymore. <laughs> my Facebook is so messed up that there it is. I mean, he's a he's a Star Wars guy, so he I like him already. You know, another and, one of the list of movies that I've. Yeah, that's just a guess. Star Wars. I'm not a science fiction guy, but, yeah, but but then I seen the first Avatar movie years ago from James Cameron, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. So he got he got a nice little family and everything. So yeah, he did. You know, Steve, we appreciate you reaching out. By the way, yeah, uh, Todd we, and I. The one thing that gives Todd and I a lot of enjoyment is um, getting feedback. We yeah. don't even care if it's people going, you guys suck. Put down the mics. <laughs> we, we'll, take we, we, we take which <laughs> Thankfully, we do not get a lot of that. Yeah, I can't see I don't, think, I don't think I've ever got one of those yet. I've never seen a comment that anyone ever made on any of our streaming platforms. Do you take care of all that? So, And I, I don't hardly ever see anything either. Like We get a lot of likes and shares. Yeah, no one ever comments. But nobody ever comments. That I see, you, know, you you see, but you set them up and you know. Yeah. But as far as comments on our RSS feed, don't see anything there. Nothing. So, uh, but yeah, Steve, thanks for reaching out to us, man. That was a great question. I'm sure a lot of new Masons go through the same things you do. Um, it's just really, but just just show them the good work. Show them the good that Masonry is doing in you. If you become a better person through Freemasonry, they will notice that. Can I say ass, or do I have to edit that out? Well, you've already said it, so if you want to, go that ahead. That just ask. chaps my ass, though. That it's a big chap. The yeah, <laughs> the church 
And people who were members well, of the church it's would probably not the church itself. It's just the members. Well, it's just it's it seems hypocritical to me. Like I was baptized Catholic. I went to church every week until I was about sixteen years old. Since I've been sixteen years old, I've been to church sparingly, and uh, I'll be thirty six this year. So twenty years. So yeah. twenty years I've been sparingly. I believe in a heaven and a hell. I believe in a in a deity. Or else I wouldn't be a Mason. Do you believe Jesus died on the cross for sins? I do, 100%. Okay, then that's all that matters. And I know... And that, but it only matters... Should, should, should only matter to you. I know what goes on in this room. Right. I know what we talk about. I can't explain it to everybody. No. Because there's rules, there's traditions, and yes. there's beauty in all the degrees and ceremonies. I can't break those traditions. No. Like... The fact that Masons are doing podcasts now. Yeah. There's no rule book on this, but no. we all know we have certain rules of things we can say and not say it to, well, to like, bye bye. We I can't said, come out uh, and tell everybody what's going on. You want to know what's going on in this room? You want to chat? Get a petition. Holler like, at your boy. Like I said, the uh, brother Fluff doing a live uh, stream right now on TikTok. And he, tell he, everybody about him. For the listeners well, that's not really on that, tell them about what Fluff brother does. Brother Fluff is a, he's a mason out of Texas. He's only been about two years in the masonry right now. Two, three years, something like that, something right? Like that, two or three years in the masonry. He's a senior deacon, junior deacon of well, of two lodges down there. Huge TikTok guy. Got a huge he following like 70, on social 70, media. 80,000 followers on uh, TikTok and everything. He's a... Very devout Christian man. He knows his Bible. He knows everything about it. You have very, interacted with him before, have you I've not? I've talked to him through his stream and everything. We've had conversations offline. Uh, through Todd's supposed to be getting uh, him on the show. I'm trying to, but he's a busy man. But um, he has his own podcast, too, On Point Masonic Podcast. It's a pretty good podcast. I like it. Uh, I don't listen to it all the time, but when I, when I, when I do, I like what I'm hearing. But he... Uh, uh, he had a, a live stream the other day about uh, he wants to say, well, what's the secrets? Something about secrets of masonry, something like that. And I just commented that he said, I said, anybody can find the secrets, is I'm just obligated not to tell you them. That's a that's a great way of putting yeah. that. Everybody, we all have secrets. He said, I have been, I've taken an obligation, not an oath, I have been obligated on the Holy Bible to keep the secrets of masonry within myself. You can go find them on your own. I don't care. I'm not going to stop you. You go Google and find everything. Any, at any time, you can go five minutes on Google. You can find all the rituals Freemasonry on there. We talk about every bit of it. We talk about the look to the East book a lot. Yeah, the, the look written by a guy named Lester. Last and name Lester. I've got it right here in my bag. My grandpa had a copy of. It. Never yeah. seen him use it one time, but yeah, I did. You know, I learned, when he passed I away, I got it stuff. That's one thing. Having it in a book that's passed freely between Masons. And what the, bothers the me? Don't want you to have that book. No, but you it's know, not exact. You know what I'm getting ready to go with this next. What bothers me is when you got people that can get on Google and mm-hmm. go look and find, and then you have word for word written out. Yeah, it's not perfect in the end, but it's pretty close. The obligation of each degree, and you mm-hmm. have websites where they're written out word for word. The uh, the word, the passive each oh, yeah. degree and everything. Passive and it's degree, like, the Grammasonic word. That information should not be out there for people. No, but in this day and age, you weren't, it was never going to be kept a secret anyway. It's pro wrestling, baby. Exactly. It's 2023. Exactly. Kayfabe is dead. You're not going to, as soon as you start having guys going down the road, traveling together, eating at Shoney's at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> when five hours later, one guy was trying to rip the other guy's head off. Exactly. Kayfabe's dead. Yeah. I mean, but it's, 
Like I say, yeah, I heard Brett Morris say as the guy who wrote uh, Freemasonry for Idiots, or Idiots Guide to Freemasonry. I thought Hodap wrote that. Well, he wrote the Complete Guide for Dummies. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. He did the other one. Yeah. He said, he said, you could find the secrets. He said, I'm obligated not to tell you them. He said, that's as far as it goes. I mean, then that's it. That's it. We, we take that obligation to keep those secrets within ourselves, which I think the reason why... Uh, we keep the secret because in, in the stonemason ages and the guilds. Then instead of people, whether they're church-related or not, harassing us, wanting to know what's going on, why don't they just take their lazy butts to the Google machine and find it themselves? Because even if they read it, they're not going to understand what they're doing, what they're reading. Oh, that's true. Continue. I mean, I could read uh, you know, War and Peace, and if I just read through it without knowing the context of it, I'm going to think it's going to be a totally different story. I read, or, that. I read that in a day. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but if you think about it, okay. If you go the, back to the guild, that's where I And the stonemason guild was basically a union of stonemasons. Exactly. You know, but they didn't want everybody knowing how to do all this stuff. Because if everybody could do it, they wouldn't make any money doing it. So by keeping the secrets of their trade, you know, within a certain number of people close together who were basically obligated for t- to keep it a secret they, they only want to do the job they're gonna get paid more to do it because no one else can do it it drove the wages up but it also kept the quality high which is another thing i want to bring up tonight does freight does freebasery really need to grow to the to where it was at back say like the the baby boomers during like world war ii era when it, you know, lodges had a thousand to three thousand members in it or do we need to bring it in a little bit closer and keep the secrets a little tighter and make the work a little bit better? I mean, do we I'm need I'm going to, with the second one. Do we need to spread it out amongst everybody and have lodges that were 3,000 people, yet only 10 people show up? Well, now I'm going with the second one, and that defies a lot of what we've talked about in episodes about we need to grow. But well, now well, when I'm you propose saying, it like that... Yeah, I mean, then that's, that's, that's why I think about Freemasonry is... Okay, Freemasonry... The lodge, the free base, the Masonic Lodge back when they were building the cathedrals was a shack. It wasn't a big giant temple. The temple was built by a mason, yes, or the cathedral was built by, but the Masonic Lodge was a little wooden shack off to the side of the work site where the masons would sleep, eat, and live and store their tools and they would teach the lessons that the apprentices would need to learn or the fellow craft need to learn. The temples never were great. The stonemasons, you know, lodge would never great giant buildings. I bet you there's bunk beds in those shacks. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I get top bunk, you get bottom bunk. But I'm just saying, you know, we, everybody wants to have these gigantic temples and everything. The, the the lodge itself is not the building. You mean everybody wants a Scottish Rite Cathedral in Indianapolis? Exactly. You know, not you know, everybody would love to have those big giant limestone buildings. And every town had in there were Masonic lodges. Or like Huntingburg had the uh, owned everything above the floor joints, the third floor of the, of the bank down there. Going back to Grand Lodge last year, and then us going to Founders Day in January. Yeah. It was the first time I'd been up to them buildings since 2009 or 2010. And when I went into Grand Lodge last year, and we went into Founders Day this year, I still had the same thoughts of the first time I seen those buildings in 2008. This would wow. be great for a wrestling venue. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, to the fraternity, but I can't walk through there without seeing somebody. Oh, man, can you imagine? Jumping G- off the top of the mezzanine. Yes, jumping off the mezzanine, hitting a diving elbow. 
<laughs> for those of you out there that know what we're talking about, you think about it, especially if you're wrestling have those fans. At the National Guard Armory downtown, but <laughs> like when we were walking the mezzanine during Founders Day, yeah. and you and uh, down the ballroom, yeah, yeah. Brian Freeze, Master Jasper, uh, Line Law Jackers, what are you thinking about? I'm like, how far do you think it'd be to drop an elbow off top of this? He said probably 15 feet. I'm like, man, that'd be great for TV, wouldn't it? <laughs> Uh, but anyways, I mean, you want to? How long have we been going here? Well, you were talking about we got we got an hour and one minute, and I'm sure okay. I think we still got about 31 hours of tape left. So. All right, well, we ain't go that long. My wife killed me, but I mean, but this okay, time about, change, it's nine o'clock already. How about for the next next episode, we think about this? Does Freemasonry need to grow back to the to the pre to the numbers we had back in the 40s and 50s? Do we need to get back to that? Have well, we've kind of the, been talking about that. Well, I mean, but just... So now you want to present the other side of it, whereas we're saying, no, we don't need to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, oh, to me, fun. I think... And I'm going to kind of... To me, I think it'd be great to have a lodge full of like 500 people for a state of meeting. But can you imagine the chaos it would be to have 500 <laughs> guys in a state of meeting? I mean, Grand Lodge has over 500 some people in it, and it's pretty chaotic sometimes. I sit here and I look at this room. We can fit 100 people in here, probably. I, I look at this room right here as we sit here on Selection Sunday, March 12th. Like, who cares? Well, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm making a broad statement. I'm, right. I sit here and look at the, These people ain't going to hear this till April sometime, but All I right. sit here on Selection Sunday, March 12th, look around this room that's set up for Eastern Star. I If we could put 25 people per state of meeting in here, mm-hmm. I'd be happy. We we're could. lucky to get about ten at a state meeting now. We're lucky to get seven. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, yeah, that that's yeah. happened in the last few years. Now, some of the older generation yeah. has unfortunately laid down their working tools, yeah, and went on to that lodge in the sky. Sometimes we struggle to get a quorum. Yeah, when I came back, that's one of the first things you guys told me. You know, a couple months ago, we couldn't even hold quorum. Yeah. So, I mean, there's one mean I I couldn't make it up here because I think me and you were at the day to our day they didn't have a quorum that night. Oh yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm not gonna be here, Daddy Daughter Dance." Todd's like, "I'm not gonna be there either." So, and then John showed up. And got the- oh, not the Daddy Daughter. It was the Christmas pageant. That's what it was. Christmas yeah, pageant. That's what it was. And brother John showed up, which he hasn't. I feel bad about that. He was so mad. He said he wasn't mad, but I knew he was, I was mad. Mad. So he drove all the way up here for nothing. Yep, which I did that for too. So, but you know, it's does Freemasonry need to grow back to that number, or do we need to break down? And why closer? do we have numbers like that back then? Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, one guy told me it was, well, well, not even that. It was families were large and houses were small, and dad needed to get out of the house. <laughs> you know? Was that back in the day when they were all wearing fedoras? Well, you know, probably. they were probably all wearing oh, yeah, fedoras. All suits, three-piece suits, walking everywhere with hats on. And, you know, but in, you know, I, I mean, you'd go to Howard Lodge all the time, and they had a, a room probably, I'd say one and a half times as long as this. Man, giant lodge, and they had two balconies on both. Had a balcony on both sides of the building of the lodge and everything. And um, I need to see that one. I need to see New London Lodge. One of the guys I know got raised in that lodge. He said the night he got raised, the place was completely full. This was back in the six early sixties. He said that lodge room was packed to the gills the night he got raised. I said that's like over one hundred fifty people. He goes, yeah. So that's how it used to be in that lodge. He said it, it was always packed. Well, now it's you know it's empty, barren room. Sometimes I mean you got guys in their officer chair. And that's about it. But 
I mean, no fault of their own, I don't think. I think it's just the way life is now where, you know, do we need to build gigantic locker rooms anymore or do we need to kind of downsize stuff? Because right now you can't build a new lodge in Indiana that's not, that's not that's two stories. They want every lodge to be one story because their older members can't climb, can't, don't need to climb stairs. Well, then that's why you just leave the bottom for the older members. You have common sense. <laughs> well, there you got to have an elevator or a, a chair that will take you up there. Which a, lot of, a lot of lodges now do have that assisted chair. You know, that chair that runs on the rails going up the stairs. I'm telling you what, French Lick Lodge. <laughs> well, that's a tight staircase, isn't it? <laughs> that, that, they need something for me. Paoli's just as bad. I've never been to Paoli. So what's, what's cool about Paoli Lodge up there in, find in Orange County, it's on the square. Where you're, at, you're, though? <laughs> I'll show you. Is it downstairs? Is it upstairs? So or? here's the deal. So their fellowship hall is over here. So, so here, I'm drawing this out. For you, for you people listening, you're like, I can't see this, Jared. I know. Just, just bear with me. <laughs> so over here is the fellowship hall. Right. And you go down the stairs, and you lead completely underground. Great for storm shelter. Right. Everything. Yeah. So you're over here where this vape pen's laying. So here's my keys. The keys is us. So then you come up. You turn the corner, and you come up. Then you come out. You're back on the sidewalk. Then you go around this way, this way, and then you go upstairs to their lodge, to their lodge, which is overlooking the radio station on the square. It's over the radio station yes. on the square? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, so they all above and below the radio station then. Basically, they're above, and then they're above the radio station, and then you have to go back out onto the sidewalk and like go the other direction for like a couple of feet, and then you go underground and you're at their fellowship hall. Well, they have a degree coming up, don't they? Yeah. Uh, they just had one, I thought. I don't know. They need know. to have another one coming up. Let me see if I can find it real quick. This is where Todd looks at me and goes, you're driving. Yep. Yep, I drove last time. Uh, where's Jackie at? Yeah, because I didn't have the van. You had a shop then. Was yeah, there? I was in a shop then, yeah. You know, Jackie Ashes here. Uh, and that's one thing I love about the state of Indiana. I don't know how some of you guys do it in other states, but here we get uh, two emails that I know of. One from uh, our grand lecturer who is local to us, and he sends out about all the degree work going on south of Bloomington. And then uh, the other one is uh, done by Brother Michael Pettigrew, who sends out everything for the entire state. <laughs> East to west, north to west. Yeah, like that takes a while to put that together. Yeah, Tuesday, Paley's got an EA degree. I can talk to Mama about it. It'll happen. <laughs> we can try. But that's, I get out five. That's a hell of a trip. You had to pick me up at work, and we had to leave from work. Change. You got a key? Just come up here, Jane. I'll meet you. I'll pick you up up here. I'll just meet you up here. I'll, I'll talk to Jill about it. So. See if we can do that. Anyways. Anywho. Um, yeah, next episode, let's talk about this Freemason really need to grow. To the numbers it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. We don't need to. Freemason needs to grow, but, you know. And why? again, as we're recording this, you know. It might be a couple weeks. March 12th. <laughs> you're not going to hear this till April because we're, we've got uh, one episode getting ready to come out. And then we'll have two more. So we should depend on because we go usually every other week or however yeah. we do it. We're trying to get this bank filled up for me because I'm not going to be able to record for about a month. Yeah. So. But, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we ramble on a lot. I know that. We get off We get off course. Again, I'd like to apologize for a couple episodes ago, Mordecai's episode, which you were, <laughs> you know, you, ha- you haven't heard yet, but by the time this Hopefully airs, you've heard it. By now. We, that we, we poor go dude. Oh, I know. He's he got If he survived though. with us, 
He could be a good Mason. My 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 attention that episode was that's what Todd was serious when he said a couple episodes ago. He, he we got done with that episode and he looked at me and was like, "What the hell was going on with you tonight?" <laughs> oh, you were just going off everywhere. But God, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Um, I can't believe we've gotten the response we have already. It's I never thought anybody would listen to the sound of my voice because I hate, absolutely hate the sound of my own voice. Oh, God, I do, too, when I hear it back. Yeah, so I got a mouthful of marbles, and I don't. That's eat. that northern Indiana drawl, well, man. Southeast Missouri, too. You, you don't, don't mix all in. You don't, you don't get that down here. But uh, thanks for listening. Remember, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know. Hey, if you guys want to talk about something, leave a comment on our Facebook page, and we'll research it the best we can, which is probably next to nothing. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun this, this second season as yeah, I decide. But we're going to have some, uh, old, some of our old yes. members interviewed. I'm going to try to get a hold of uh, the traveling man. Brother Jim Hall. Call in sometime. I've got to reschedule our interview. I've got to push our interview back with the uh, Odd Fellows. Yeah, what do you want to do that? I mean, well, we're supposed to do it sometime this month, but. Now we'll do it at 26, like 9 yeah, o'clock at night. And that's, that's the thing now that I'm going to be moving that week and everything. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Rough. And it, it'd be, it could be a two-hour long podcast. It's 9 o'clock at night. We started it. You yeah, I mean? so we're going to try to – oh, I'm going to get with them and try to reschedule that yeah. for a weekend. But if you get to listen to their podcast, if you're interested in just fraternal podcasts and learning about new stuff, they have a really good podcast. There, there's about four, maybe five uh, podcasts out there in the world about the Odd Fellows. Yeah, but their podcast is really – I've heard some of that. What is it, I the really Three like, Links Oddcast? The Three Links Oddcast, yeah. yeah. Like, how funny is that, the I mean, Oddcast? Yeah, I know, it's, but they're Odd Fellows. But I really like how they, they kind of – you know, bringing the odd fellows back to light, if you want to use a better word. But for those of you out there that that obviously, I'm sure most of you don't know, but uh, Ainsley is one of the members on this podcast. Ainsley actually lives in what used to be the Odd Fellows Lodge. An Odd Fellows Lodge. He bought the building out there in Illinois, and he converted it into his home. And he, at the time he bought it, he was not an Odd Fellow. An odd fellow. Right. It was. After he started uncovering things while he was reworking this building to convert into his yeah, home. Because most Oddfell lodges, they closed up. They left everything there. Yeah. He, he found a bunch of artifacts stashed away in the storage and the attic spaces, the crawl spaces. Yeah. He's seen a bunch of it. He got super interested. He contact, he, you know, he got on the Google machine and contacted who he had to contact. And lo and behold, he's now a member of the Oddfellows, which yep. uh, I, what would you even call them? You know, we're, organization. We're, well, what I'm saying in relation to us, like you know, we talk about like the, the shrine is a brother organization. This is a brother. What would you call the? Uh, are they, would they be like cousins to the Masons? I friends? guess you call them cousins, but I mean they were never really competition with each other. A lot, of, a lot of oddfellows were Masons and vice versa. But I mean, also, yeah, I remember back to, back in the day, there used to be like hundreds of fraternal organizations. Yeah. You had the woodman of the world who would pay for your gravestone. You ever see a, a gravestone like a shape of a tree? They were probably woodsmen. They belonged to the woodsmen. And then they had the order of the red man, the order of the orange. I mean, there's all kinds of, back in back in the, say, from 1900 or 1800s to the 60s, there was a, there's a thousands, thousands of fraternal orders. Now, some of them got turned into insurance companies. Like nice Columbus now is basically this big insurance company, if I understand. And but you know, like the uh, the the order of Redmond basically turned into an insurance company, which got bought out by another insurance company and changed the name and everything. But there's a bunch of them I out there. I can't think about Redmond. 
Um, I'm sure if we ever get a chance to talk to Dave Hostler, who he's on that um, oh the Hawthorne Museum down of Bloomington. So it's a big yeah, he's thing. The, he's uh, he was talking to me about that. Yeah, he's a it's a big fraternal museum, and he'd probably be able to explain more about the fraternal uh, organization. I in the past. think. What did Dave say? He sent me a message. Last one I got, he's busy till May with Grand Lodge. So yeah. So Dave <laughs> said. Uh, Let's see. Rothbone, Rothorn, whatever whatever that museum is of Bloomington. Yeah. Dang it. Where was that message? He said that the Roth he said if you guys want, I might be able to get you into the Roth the Rathbone Museum uh when we move all the stuff to Bloomington. And he sent a link here. He's on the board of directors there. Right. And there's a bunch of Freemasonry artifacts and stuff part of this museum. Uh, oh, and, and again, as he said, he said uh, he apologized that he didn't get to talk to us at Founders Day. He said that was super busy. <laughs> uh, for those busy. of you that, that don't know who I'm talking about, you know, as Todd and I, we try to highlight every Mason is special, I believe. Mm-hmm. But we try to highlight certain Masons who are really standing out amongst a, a crowd of fraternity. And uh, Brother Dave Hostler, who uh, <laughs> is one of those members, he's, he's a great guy. And uh, he, was, he was talking about his sleeves. He says he's got sleeves, and uh, he's just—he's a good guy. I mean, you look at the guy, you think, okay, he's a younger Mason, everything. You Dude's don't, you don't born think, in like the eighties or seventy-nine. He's a year year younger than I am. But you would think he'd have tattoos and everything, and then you see him without a, without a suit on. He's got sleeves on both arms. He said, "See, I was raised on punk rock and." Uh, he's a super good man. guy. Oh yeah, hell that guy. Uh, he's part of the. Um, he's a Grand Steward Tyler for the Grand Lodge of Indiana this year, and he's also he's part a, of the he's uh, a High Priest of the uh, Dwight L. Smith Lodge of Research. Lodge he's a senior warden this year. He's a senior warden this year for it, and he's also the High Priest of his uh, chapter over in uh, Frankfurt. York right, yeah, York right, yep. which is what I'll be petitioning here. Next month, I gotta contact my York right, getting transferred over to them. So, are you going to be getting? Are you going to be joining me? I'm, I'm, I've already joined the York right. I do York. What I'm saying, like, but are you like transferring to the yeah, York right down here? Down to do over because I want yeah. you to be a part of my. Uh, I'll try. I never done anything with York right. I joined. That's about it. Well, I guess it'll be an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, what better could you tell everybody? We talked about it on the show. Then I was part of my co-host uh, venture into the York right. Yeah. Break kayfabe for me. Yeah, what? Because I don't know if Wayne was was jiving me or if he's like, I can't tell you. Do I have to put the costume on again? Yeah, I went through the outfit for the three degrees. Do I I have to? I went one day class, and I don't remember a whole lot. Wayne says I don't, but I said the reason I I ask is because I'm fat. Like, I'm going to have to bring... Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to fit in that outfit like I did in 2007, 2008. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put my own clothes. I don't think you're blindfolded or anything for any of those. Huh? I feel like Scottish, right? We just sat there and watched them. But I'm telling you, New York, right? I sat there in a crowd of like I think we had like 40 something guys go through. And there's gonna be an episode one day. I don't know if it'll be this season or not, but where we're gonna talk about these one day classes and yeah. at Blue Lodge and York, right? Because I've know. got mixed opinions on this. Yeah, I, I got some. I got some facts to go with those. Okay, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, I need to go home and get to the kitties. It's nine thirty. This time change. It's gonna kill my kids. I know that. 
Like, I hate being on slow time and changing clocks, but the first week after we spring back forward, I still hate it too because the time goes like that till you get used to it. You know who I feel sorry for on on this day twice a year? Who? My father-in-law. Why? Because my mother-in-law has over 27 clocks in her house. Mama Pond has what? (laughs) Over 27 clocks in the house. Why? She likes clocks. (laughs) And it's my final. Please tell job. me they're not cuckoo clocks. No, there's uh, no no cuckoo clocks. But the, he has to go through it twice a year and reset every clock in the house. Supposedly, <laughs> they're talking about we might not fall back come fall. Yeah, I think we will. Before, you remember when Indiana as a whole yeah. never did? Yep. It wasn't until I got out of high school that we finally started doing yeah, it. Indiana was, used to never. I was working for a KSH shop in Tipton, and the, the old farmer would come in here and goes, I can't figure out how to change my radio. I said, Give me $5. And I go there, I change the radio time for him. I made like 50 bucks one day doing that. Look at Todd Whaley making a buck <laughs> off the man. Hey, they they got money. I didn't. <laughs> so uh, this, was, uh, this was a great episode. <laughs> Uh, about uh, uh, again, shout out Mr. Tucker for uh, contacting Tucker. us, brother Tucker. Yeah. Um, hope we get to meet you someday. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to come up here to the Bird's Eye, Indiana is basically the middle of nowhere, it's God's blind spot, it's a pimple <laughs> on God's butt. Uh, that's basically where we're at. I wouldn't call it a pimple, I call it the armpit, maybe. <laughs> no, Bird's Eye is a nice little town, it's just a, a small little town in the country, it's all it is. The armpit, that would be uh, Brother Dave Morgan's Eureka Lodge down there. The southernmost lodge. Can't say that. <laughs> They'll come after you. They're not the most southern lodge in West Rockport. I'm starting to, I'm starting to uh, grade lodges now by how their seats are since I'm such. Since, <laughs> if did I can fit comfortably. Yeah. I had to sit in the north. They had an they had a chair oh, yeah, to yeah, symbolize yeah. the north, yeah. and it was the same chair as a steward set. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my thighs didn't rub, so it was good. But I had a set in the north. <laughs> you don't like so, New London, then? <laughs> why New London's got like auditorium seats in there? I'm I'm happy now that we have piano pew, and I'm telling you, before <laughs> these pews got put in, before you got oh, here, I've heard when I was still here, they they were they were there was no armrests on them though. They were open, so it was good, but they were fold down from the wall, which I fit comfortably in them. I wasn't as fat back then. Yeah, don't worry. That's that's a true mason right there. I'm, I judge each well, lodge by their city. Treat you? Huh? How's the master chair treat you? That one doesn't hurt. That one oh, sits really? comfortably. See, that one means I I like to get rid of all of them. Well, it's the ones. same chair as what I sit in when I'm usually in the Man, south. I can't, sit in, I can't sit in the other chairs. They're, Those? Uh-uh. They're not comfortable. No, they're not. So, all right, guys, we'll wrap, we'll wrap it up. We've been rambling. Todd wants to go home. Yeah, so, I do. <laughs> so for uh, Brother Todd Whaley, I'm Brother Jared Atkins. This has been another episode of That Other Masonic Podcast. Yep. We thank you for your support, and uh, we will see you again when we start recording again, which will be, a couple, a couple be about a month or so. A month or a week, whoever knows. And until then, <laughs> enjoy all the content coming out. Please like, share, and as Todd says, comments, review. Subscribe, review. Which we never get comments. No, just, hey, if you want, like I said, if you want to talk about something, heads up on our Facebook page, and we'll be glad to look into it and see if we can figure it out. All right, we will talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.